Welcome to the Intuitive Rising Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Brooks. This is a podcast that invites you to remember who you are, return to yourself, and rise into your highest and best soul self. Every week, I will be sharing inspiring conversations about topics that hold keys to your awakening. My mission as an international evidential psychic medium, Reiki practitioner, and intuitive mentor is to help you rise into who you were born to be. Enjoy the show. Hey, Alicia. Hey, Amy. How are hey, you? I'm good. I'm, I'm doing okay. Um, so glad to have you here. I know that we've chatted before. Um, you've had me on your podcast, which was such a lovely experience. And I have been waiting. I don't know what I was waiting for, but waiting to have you on. And it seemed like the time was right. And so here yeah. we are. And yeah. Um, yeah. In Perfect. divine timing. In divine timing. I agree. Um, yeah. So why don't we start with telling the Intuitive Rising audience a little bit about yourself. So if someone is not familiar with all of the magic that you do, yeah, let us know. I am the host of the Fuel Your Fire podcast. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a mindset coach. I am an intuitive healer, a spiritual guide. Um, I love helping people dive into their spirituality. I love people mm -hmm. helping people clear mindset blocks that might be holding them back from developing their spiritual abilities. Um, I also just help the human of the spirit enjoy life more often. So mm -hmm. I, I just really like, I, we get this time on earth, like let's enjoy it to, to the most. Absolutely. A major message that's been coming up a lot is, yeah. you know, um, really kind of an unraveling, I feel collectively of people just kind of going like, what am I doing? You know, I just have this one beautiful life as me and um, let's do what I want to do. And I, and I see this kind of happening with all generations, but especially with the younger ones. So I do have three kids, some teenagers and a seven-year-old, and they're very much like marching to the beat of their own drum and they don't, you know, they're going to do their own thing. And, and I actually love it. I love to see it and I encourage it. Yeah. It's um, kind of beautiful to see how it's, beautiful it's evolved over mm -hmm. time from when we were kids, from when our yes. parents were kids to now. The shifts are happening. They, it might seem slow, but the shifts are happening. Yeah, yeah. In, in the yeah, in the universe's kind of timeline, it's like a blink of an eye. But to us, it feels like it's happening a little bit slow and gradual. But it is happening, and we yeah. can begin to notice. So that's amazing. Let's talk a little bit about. So you talked about mindset coaching. Was that something that you were doing before you got into the spiritual guide, intuitive mentor piece? Yes. yes. So I kind of went down that path first. I used to work in television. I had a nine to five job. Um, mm -hmm. And then I got into the fitness world. And through that, I started getting into the mindset world. I think it was because I started my own business. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to appear uh, approach it from like a spiritual uh, mindset lens. I think I was more going through the mindset lens at that time. And then the one of the um, people that I was following at the time had a very spiritual lens to the business mindset. Mm -hmm. And so it just sort of, it was more mindset in the beginning. And now it's really evolved, evolved. to m me getting into the intuition and um, seeing how that's developing, developing and unfolding. Yeah. 
following the breadcrumbs, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's I think it's a really beautiful thing that so many uh, entrepreneurs and business owners are doing the work, the mindset work. And I think when you do mindset work, it's just kind of in some way kind of naturally leads you towards a more intuitive life anyhow. Yeah. Yeah. I think that I think when you're truly starting to do the mindset work, what's happening is you're pulling off the layers of the human or the personality yeah. mm -hmm. um, that we've been conditioned to have. So mm -hmm. throughout our life, we've grown up, we've had all this conditioning that we've developed, especially as we were really young yeah. and that conditioning formed who we are. And oftentimes that conditioning forms this person that is logical and sees what's happening in the physical world. Yep. When we start to go down that mindset world of pulling off all those layers and start to go, wait a second, I actually knew something was going to happen, or I actually had this feeling of something. What was that? Um, because we've removed a lot of the layers of conditioning, not all of them, but it's a lot of layers of conditioning. We can start to hear ourselves again, like our true authentic selves and mm. then naturally we get curious and we're like what is that this is this is really powerful this is really special mm -hmm. can i get to know this more and then i think the journey starts to evolve mhm mm yes i agree amazing so how so was that kind of like when we talk about a spiritual awakening, would you resonate with kind of going through that? Um, and was that a, a very gradual thing? Or was that more of like a an overnight thing as it appeared or your perception was it, it kind of sped up? Or what did you was this? I guess what I'm trying to say is, has this always been kind of your mindset or your interest? Or have you always been a bit on the spiritual side? I've, as I've started to pull back and reflect a little bit more, I realized that when I was a kid, there were a lot of um, introductions to like psychics and stuff. Like I remember going to a yeah. psychic fair with my mom, my mom telling me about a psychic party that she had. Mm -hmm. And so it was there, but then I also grew up very logically, like in right. very much in the 3D, very physical. And that doesn't make sense. I wouldn't watch sci-fi because it wasn't real. Like there was all this mm -hmm. like it had to be real and tangible and physical for right. me. And then I read, I actually read Jen Sincero's book, um, You're a Badass at Making Money. And in okay. that book, she talks really heavily about the universe and universal connection and explains like, you have this, you've experienced this in your life. You've thought of somebody and then they've called you on the phone. Yeah. And so she went through all these very um, clear examples of universal intelligence Yes. that I started to go, Oh. oh my God. And it, that in me was like, okay, this made sense in very clear. She obviously knows how to speak to people who are very logical. Yeah. And it broke through. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my goodness, there's so much more. And then I just started, things started to evolve from there. From that point, it got into more of the mindset journey. Mm -hmm. um, and then beyond that, there was this the next kind of point, I feel like there's points within my journey. It's not like yeah. this spiritual awakening. It's like, that was the moment that was like, there's more. Mm -hmm. And then things started to open. And then there was another moment where I started to really have this feeling that I was receiving messages in dreams, Yeah, but I wasn't remembering the dreams. Mm -hmm. And then I remember being at a grocery store and this might sound strange, but I was at a grocery store and I dropped something on the ground. And then I dropped it, I, I tried to pick it up and I dropped it again. And then I tried to pick it up and I dropped it again. 
And then I had the feeling of like, are you trying to tell me something? And so then I picked it up to like read the label to see if there was some sort of information on it. And I just kind of in that moment was like, I'm getting tingled now is like, I knew that I didn't know how to access whatever they were trying to tell me, whatever I was supposed to receive. And so that's when I ended up working with somebody to help me develop my intuition more mm -hmm. and go down that kind of spiritual path in a more, I want to say like serious way, but it was, it's not serious, it's playful, but focusing on it more and, and with more intention. Awesome. So when that happened, when you dropped that thing, mm -hmm. was there something like physical or was it just a knowing that came over you that made you feel like there was more to this or there was a message that was trying to be relayed? I'm trying to get back into that, that yeah. space. I think it was like, I asked a question in my mind. I said, why okay. is this happening? Right. And so, because, but I wasn't thinking that I was going to receive information from that. It was just like, why do I keep dropping this? Right. And then I think I had a knowing mm -hmm. of pay attention. It was kind of like, there's something yeah. here. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That I'm getting af affirmation. Um, affirmation that that's true. And so yeah. I had this, like, there's more here. And I, and so, and because I couldn't decipher it, I was like, is it on the label? I didn't know what it was. And even if I saw it, I think at that time, I wouldn't have had the tools to be able to trust myself. Mm -hmm. And so I, that's what I was like, I need more help with this. Right. Yeah. Amazing. It's, it's hard to explain that knowing, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's hard to but explain I think it's kind it of, feels like. It's kind of like when you know, it might've been a thought it might've yeah. been, there's, there must be more to this. Like even in the thought of what are you, what's going on here? Like, what are you, am I trying, are you trying to tell me something? It's like, even in the questioning, it was almost like I was intuitively guided to ask that question yeah. and the questions coming to my mind, Absolutely. which then is kind of triggering back like a knowing of, yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah. A new awareness. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I can see things like that in my journey as well. And I, and I agree. Like I, I often don't think it's just one push, like a spiritual awakening overnight. I mean, that might happen for some people, but for me, I've been able to reflect and look back and see just little pieces just over and over and over again that have, uh, you know, oh, it was the right time, the right place at the right time. And I believe in that as well. Um, although I, you know, I love that people want to learn um, how to trust their intuition. And I feel like that could never do any harm. I do feel like, you know, I feel like timing is a factor here too. I feel like trust is such a major message of like mm -hmm. in your own development, right? Allowing things to unfold by following your curiosities and what's interesting to you. And then it just kind of just gradually opens and opens. But for me, like I've always had this mindset of like, in order for it to be worth it, I have to work hard and earn it and you know, all of this stuff. So I have struggled personally because I am, um, as you know, my path is psychic medium and I did not receive mentorship or training. In fact, mm. I started doing this work pretty much like maybe a couple months after I did my first reading reading from my mom, right? I just looked down, it was 11-11 we were recording for. Um, and so for me, that was almost like a an insecurity that I didn't know I had until very recently. Cause I'm like, does that make me as legitimate as I, am I as credible? And I realized mm. I was kind of looking through this lens of in order to, for it to be right or credible, there has to be something on my wall saying that I've done it or that I've received the training from somewhere else. And so that's just this weird thing that's kind of been going through my mind 
lately that I'm working through. And I feel like a lot of intuitive people, especially at the beginning of their journey, feel like they need that in order to feel as if they're spiritual or intuitive. Yeah. And that's a lot of the work that I do is helping people get past that because there's so many, that's the, I think for what I believe is the biggest barrier to developing your intuition and your spiritual abilities is your mindset because your mindset is very powerful, very powerful. And it can, if you can get this glimmer of light and you've probably seen it in things where you've had this idea and you want to go forward with it. And it's like this glimmer and then your mindset comes in and just goes, no, 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 you can't do that. You're not good enough. You don't have the training for it. You shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. You should stay small. Yeah. And not only that, there's like these fears of like, well, if I start to like, if I become a psychic, what are people going to think of me? Like there's, there's all these, all this programming that we've unconsciously taken on in our lives and they're, we're not conscious of them. So I help people pull that forward so they can release them and then develop those abilities. Right. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. It's so cool. So cool. So how did you discover that you could do that? Like, was it just something that unfolded? Like, how did you, how did you discover that that was the thing that you could do that you were skilled in? So I was helping people with their mindset and subconscious programming for years. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways. And in a different environment. And I still do. I still help them in often in, I help a lot of entrepreneurs because it's all the human, right? It's all the mind. I really understand how the mind works. Mm -hmm. And then as I was going through my spiritual journey, I was realizing that the things that were helping me allow my spiritual abilities to develop was because I was catching, I always say like catching or capturing the limiting beliefs that were holding me back from developing them. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it was like, is this real? Or like, am it was that intuition or is it my mind just making it up? That was my biggest struggle. Mm -hmm. And so through me going through the journey and then working with other people and understanding, oh, they want, they're coming to me now to develop their intuition because they're seeing that I've worked on it. Naturally, it's going to, I'm going to attract those people into my world. Mm-hmm. But the thing that's holding them back is the mindset because mm-hmm. they're, they've got all these beliefs that are blocking it. And so it's been through trial and error, through me, through me walking through it and then helping mm-hmm. other people walk through it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is very similar to your journey, that's right? Like thing. you have to you, do it. You've got to do it. I know. And that's a, that's a, that's a common message too, even with myself, because I, you know, that I'm such a reader. I know that you love to read too. And, and, and that's a wonderful, great thing to learn. But I often hear from my own spiritual team, like Amy, you have all this knowledge. You've read enough books, do something with it. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't get certified in breath work and read all the books about breath work and then not do breath work, like do the breath work. And that's something that I've got constantly reminding myself to get grounded and really be in the physical and in the body because I'm really way up here all the time. So yeah, yeah, it's an interesting journey. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, How has working with your intuition and um, mindset benefited your life? I mean, I know the, in the obvious ways, probably I can imagine, but, um, actually let me just ask you, is there an example, a real life example? Yeah, I think, um, let me find an example that is, 
I would say in the general, like in the day to day, which ends up accumulating to be the lifetime. Yeah. I now have that touch point where literally everything I do, I can ask my intuition if it's in alignment. Is mm-hmm. this going, is this in alignment with my soul's journey? Is this um, the next best step for me? Really just like, is it in my highest good for X? And I know that I have, like, I literally do have all of the answers within me. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm um, shifting my podcast or I'm starting like changing my business or leaving something, I always know that I have like this spiritual, I want to say like posse, like I've got this spiritual crew that's helping me um, move forward and I don't need to do this alone. I don't Mm -hmm. pull any of my friends. I don't ask anybody what they think about what I should do moving forward with steps of things, unless it's my coach who's helping me figure out things. They're asking me questions so I can figure it out. You can figure it out. Mm -hmm. But that is me hearing my intuition come through. And now it's, I have the belief now that my intuition is more powerful. And so it's going to come through always. I'm always guided by my intuition. I'm always following my intuition. So no matter what I do, it's always in alignment. Mm -hmm. And so there isn't this like, oh gosh, is this right? Is this not right? That fear, that worry that can come up. Um, it can come up occasionally, but I can recognize it now. Yes. Yeah. Because you are walking the path because it's become such an innate part of you. Yeah. I agree with that too. And, so, you know, that kind of reminds me of when people ask me, are there any rituals or kind of things that you do before a client reading? And and I will say, you know, well, I'll set my intentions and I'll take a few deep breaths and, and that's what I do. But, you know, all the other things that I used to do, like light a candle and maybe stage the space and pull a card and all those things, like, I feel like that was just to really build my trust and confidence in the connection. And now because I'm walking the path every single day for years, I just, it's, it's a part of me. Like the ritual is a part of me. The intention is a part of me. So I don't necessarily have to do all that every time. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's, I think that's sometimes hard maybe to understand or to fully grasp when you're at the beginning, but it does happen. It happens over time. Absolutely. I was talking with another intuitive friend of mine and she's working with um, somebody to help her develop her intuition as Mm -hmm. well. And she was telling, I was like, so what are you doing with um, this person who's, who's guiding you? And one of the things that she was doing was going into like crystal shops and finding crystals that she can have with her to help her in certain areas of her life. And so in that moment, I felt like, oh, I don't know. I don't know those things. And then I felt like, I, do I not know enough? And then it's, then I checked mm-hmm. in with my intuition and I was like, do I need that? And it was like, no. Mm-hmm. And so understanding like what is for one person is not necessarily no, for, for us. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. And when it is for us, we will know because we will be guided. Sometimes I am guided. Grab that crystal and have it by your computer. Yeah. I don't know why, but it will just be there. And I just trust I'm supposed to grab the crystal yeah. and put it there. Yeah. And... And that's right. Yes. Yes. I agree. I agree. I get in my head sometimes too. It's important for people to know, like when you're walking the path, it's not that there will never, there will be a total absence of doubt or insecurity that still comes in. It's, I think the the thing is the important thing to know is just that we recognize it. 
And then you're able to move through it because you know, like, oh, okay, this is just that old programming (laughs) coming in again, which it will. So it's kind of like, I don't think like that ever goes away, you know, like we're humans. It's part of the human condition and to learn to move through it um, and not allow it to stop you. I know that learning for me, like from my own spiritual team years ago, that fear, they presented me with this question one day because I had spent, had spent so I'm working with it. Um, a lot of my life keeping myself small because of fears. So I am somebody that has an anxiety diagnosis, right? But there had been like just major life events that I just never did uh, because I was fearful. And this includes yeah. driving a car. So um, people in my life, well, I don't know if anybody on the internet knows, but that I didn't learn to drive until I was almost 40. Okay. Because I was afraid and I didn't know why. And it was really weird a sequence of events that kind of, I saw one thing, talked to one person, had a knowing, and it just was like, it's time. There's nothing to be afraid of. And I just moved through it and I did it. Uh, and it's such an interesting thing. But I, what my spiritual team was kind of giving me was fear and excitement feel very similar, if not the same in our physical body. And it's just kind of your perception or the label you put on the feeling dependent on maybe if you can predict something or if something's familiar and you've done it before, where you put this in, this in the fear camp and this in the excitement camp. Do you agree with this feeling? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. It, they're so close. They're so, they're so, so close. close. So for me, I'm like, okay, this, I might be labeling this fear because this is unfamiliar or I can't kind of predict where I think this is going to go, but maybe this is just my soul getting really excited about an opportunity Mm. and I should do it. So I, my kind of little tagline from my main spirit guide is do it scared. So that's been my, my thing for years, including, you know, having this podcast, doing this work, doing more public mediumship. It's, I always tell myself, just do it scared. Having fear, feeling fear, does not mean that I can't do it or I shouldn't do it. No, it's just, maybe it's just excitement. Yeah. And I think that the feeling of fear is also just such a gift. Like, yeah, there's been a, I've had a really big journey with transmuting emotions and going transmuting emotions, but also sitting in the emotions and realizing I am a spirit in a human body Mm-hmm. I came here to experience all of the emotions. Mm-hmm. So it's like a gift to my spirit for me to feel the fear. Mm-hmm. Because if we didn't, it, in, in the spirit realm, I presume it's just kind of can be neutral. I was going to say that. Yeah. And so to have this experience, it's like, it's a, it's, it's such a gift to be able to feel fear because then we get to feel joy. Like we wouldn't be able the to feel side of it. Absolutely. It. Yeah. Yeah. Emotions are, so I agree. Emotions. We came here to experience emotions, right? Yes. We, we came here to feel all that. So even I remind myself, like when I was, I know that you've been on a grief journey as of lately and, and I have been as well. I lost my grandmother in May who was like a mom to me. And you know, I came here, I was on, my podcast, I was on social media in tears, really, really showing my grief, which was at the same time, really scary to me. And my, my mindset was like, stop, people are not going to think you're credible. People are going to think you're unhinged. Like, why are you showing this? You're supposed to be the expert, the mentor, like you can't fall apart. 
Um, but I did it anyways. And I can't tell you how much, how many people, you know, were like, Oh my God, thank you for being real about how grief is. And even recently I came on crying because it it just comes out of nowhere. Right. But I was, I'm grateful for the grief. Yeah. I'm grateful to feel it because on the flip side of that is like the deep love. I want to gift it. I'm going to cry as I'm talking. The I gift know. of the love to experience that. Yeah. It, that's life changing. That really, really is. Because I think there's such a shadow around us when we hold on to, like when we judge or, yeah, when we judge or label our feelings or, as good or bad or acceptable or not acceptable. Yeah. Really just kind of keep that trapped. Like we, I think that's what keeps us on the cycle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's such like, it's so, it can be for somebody who is going through a a grieving process or something that's Mm -hmm. really challenging. It can feel like I could understand if somebody said that to me and I wasn't in this space, it would feel very um, like, okay, yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. We're going to, we're just going to love our grief. Have fun with that. Absolutely. Um, I truly, truly agree with you. I absolutely love my grief. And uh, do I, would I love it more if I didn't have to go through it? Yeah. I'd love, I would much rather be with the people who have people and animals who have passed. I would rather them all be here with me, but Mm -hmm. they were here with me Mm -hmm. and to have that great gratitude and love for them when they were here for me, which is what gives me that experience Mm -hmm. of the grief. I think you're, you've, and, and so for any emotion, it's like feeling the opposite of it is like, why do I feel this? And starting to like, what is it? And when you dive into that a little bit more, you can find, you can find the love um, or the love that you can give yourself within it or the mm-hmm. compassion you can give yourself within it. Um, because it's, it's all of these emotions are valid. And so, and, and they are really beautiful it's so interesting they are beautiful and as as you're speaking you know what spirit's showing me in my mind's eye is notes on a piano and there's no fingers playing it but that you can see the the indents of the keys so it's like and and what i was hearing and and kind of knowing was that these these influxes these highs and lows of emotions are what gives us the notes right and the the Mm. feeling behind the beauty of the music and so i'm like oh i i love that image i think it it, it's true though because think of like artists who and i feel like your your spouse is a musician right you just think about how the best songs the best music is when you just infuse your rage or your grief or your sad or your joy and your elation into music yeah i love absolutely. that i love that image i'm gonna keep hold that with me um that's what allows us to play our song yeah the song of life the song of our life i love it and it has to like have right like can you imagine if your entire song was just like the and highest and note and the and whole and time and <laughs> that'd be the worst <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got to have. That. It's really interesting because I'm I'm noticing like this reference to music and and then uh, one day last week I was talking about like just kind of being in the throes of eclipse season and how I was feeling about that and spirit kept giving me this word as a description crescendo. You're at the mm. crescendo and I actually had to Google. I'm like I feel like I know what crescendo is, but what does it mean? And I was like, oh, like so amazing, right? It was just. Is it the build? Is it like the, it's the build? It's the build. And I was like, oh, all these like kind of musical references are coming through. (laughs) Very interesting. It is interesting. Yeah. So is there, when we talk about fear and intuition, I know that we talked 
about fear and uh, excitement, but how do you personally discern between, is this like my anxiety or fear speaking, my mindset, or is this my intuitive knowing? Is there a way that you could put yeah. into words? I know it's difficult to put into words, but could describe that to us? Yeah. I'll give you an example of something that happened to me recently, yeah, which takes me wonderful. through that process. So I had, there's this new um, opportunity that I have um, for work and mm-hmm. it's a little bit different than what I've been doing recently. And so, and I was excited about it. It's taken a long time for this process to kind of finalize. It's been like four months of talks. And so then I get, I get an email after about four months saying, okay, we're, we're ready to go. It's happening. We're just doing up the contract. And my heart sank. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I have like, I also, um, was somebody who was diagnosed with anxiety, um, and depression. And I Mm -hmm. feel like I've, I don't identify with that anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's not something that's all often in my life. Mm -hmm. And so when it happened, I was like, oh my gosh, is this, am I not supposed to do this? Like the automatic, like the heart sinking feeling, everybody always tells me that you'll have like this gut knowing my intuition doesn't speak to me through my gut it's a lot higher. (laughs) And, but that's not to say that yours as you're listening, isn't in your gut. It very well could be. I just want to give you an idea of like what people say is not necessarily always true for you. Listen to yourself. And so I have this heart sinking feeling and I'm like, Oh my gosh, am I not supposed to do this? And I, for a second judged it as intuition. And then I was like, wait, and put like my hand on my heart And then tapped into my intuition and asked my intuition, what is this? And I heard you're afraid. And I was like, and so I don't know if I heard it, you're afraid. I think I heard you're afraid, but you might feel you're afraid. You might just feel that sinking feeling. Um, But for me, it was you're afraid. And I was like, what am I afraid of? And then the list of reasons that I'm afraid started to pop into my mind. So, well, you're afraid of, you're going to fail. You're afraid this isn't going to work out. You're afraid that this isn't what you're supposed to be doing. You're afraid that this is off the path that you're supposed to be on. You're afraid, like all of the fears start coming up. And then I was like, oh, okay. And then I just asked myself, is it in my highest good to do this? And I received a yes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. And so even though my mind and like my fears are popping up Mm -hmm. and trying to protect me because of all the stuff that could go wrong, my intuition knows that there's a higher, there's a different reason for this. Like I still don't know fully what is going to happen, but I trust that I'm going to down the road, look back and go, oh, I see why that was on my path. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm walking into this understanding that because I, because I have a very clear connection with my intuition that I can tap in and go, is this in my highest good and receive a yes, no answer and trust that it. I can then follow through on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the fear it's still there. <laughs> yeah. And like I can now, I mean, with the mindset work, I can work through the beliefs and I can shift the beliefs that are behind that fear. Um, and so I can clear a lot of those beliefs away and focus on, well, this is in my highest good. This is in my highest good. This is in my highest good so that my energy can shift around it. 
Plus, it's something new. So obviously, I'm going to feel the fear. Yeah, of course. It's unfamiliar. Yeah. So I just need to walk through it. I just need to do it scared. That's right. Yeah. And so I now can trust and go, okay, I've got the, I've got the clear guidance. This is happening. And I know I also have a belief that my intuition um, is always working for me. It's always, I'm never getting, I'm never going to get screwed over by my intuition. No. Um, will it, could it possibly be something that's not fun that, that hurts me that mm-hmm. I go through some sort of um, experience that is less than exciting? A hundred percent. Yeah. But there, that would mean that I'm, I'm meant to learn something. Absolutely. I'm meant yeah. to gain something that there's some, there's still something, there's some healing in there. Um, so I'll go forward with it and know that when, if, if those, if something happens that is not feeling good, it was supposed to be there. And that now I can, st- once I get to that point, then I can start to evaluate that situation and understand what am I to learn? Like all those go through all of that. I fully wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. It's just about so trusting so deeply in yourself and in that knowing that you just continue, just, you know, you just, you just follow it. And then if there's a hiccup, you stop and you say, what is this all about? I do the same thing. I do the same thing. And I think some, some people, like, I know that clients of mine have said they start to get kind of in trouble with their feeling stalled or starting to question like, oh no, like maybe this was actually not for me. Maybe my intuition was wrong. When those maybe, uh, when the doubts start, right, of, of doing the new thing. And it's like, well, if this was the right thing for me, then it would just, I just slide right in it. There'd be no challenges. And I would, I would feel like super excited and joyful the whole way. And I'm like, no, that's not how it works. Remember, we're here to feel that spectrum of emotion. So every opportunity experience, even if it is, um, you know, even if it is that in that intuitive, yes, you're supposed to do this doesn't mean it's going to be super fun and, and joyful throughout the whole thing. Yeah. There's like, there's, that's not, that's so do like, there's so much duality with that. Right. So much. And there's so, so much, much like we're, we've, we're given these experiences to, to learn, to grow, yes. to heal. And so part of it can also be like, well, you asked for this and you needed to become this person in order to get to that place. And this situation helped you become that person. And so it is for you. It's just like, it can sometimes be a tough pill to swallow. I know. I was just listening actually to a podcast uh, as I was getting ready this morning and uh, there was another psychic medium on there talking and they were talking about how often the psychic medium or the energy healer, the intuitive or what have you, even if you're not using those labels, um, they do walk a challenging path at times, or they do experience a lot of these things. And it's because, so then you have that wisdom through the learned experience because you walked it. So then you can help another with it. So yeah, I think we, if we could get out of the like mindset of my intuition, if I take the intuitive path, it means it's like all good vibes only. Um, it's just going to like slide through life without any challenges. That's not, that's not correct. <laughs> no, that's, that's but not. the beautiful thing is when you realize that it's so much easier. It's so to much easier to navigate the challenging, yeah. to, to face the challenges is like, okay, it's, it's like a video game. Like you get to this challenge in the video game and you get to like ask a question or yeah. like figure out more information. I'd like to call it, a friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah, get but- these, it's like you get this opportunity 
to it's all this is all a giant game like that's how i view it is it's just a giant game and it's not going to be games would be boring if there were no challenges in the game exactly you know what spirit always shows me is is life is like snakes and ladders Mm, (laughs) that's the game i picture (laughs) i always picture zelda yeah (laughs) you get to a person um, and then there's more inform they give you more information. And so yep. I feel like every person I meet, there's a message in there. Mm-hmm. Every situation I get to, there's a message. Every thing I see in, in a place, there's a message. Like I'm always receiving. And so in Zelda, I feel like that's the same thing. You're going from place to place, just getting more information, learning more things, getting more skills, all of that. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's it fun. It keeps unfolding. That's so People fun. are probably like, well, is Zelda even still a thing? Anybody who's younger listening is like, I don't know what Zelda is. Well, I think I'm older than you, but, and I know what Zelda is, but I've never played it. So that's why I don't have that frame of oh, reference got it, got in it. my mind. <laughs> Maybe I should check it out. Um, yeah, this is amazing. I think this will be really helpful for people um, as they are uh, developing their own intuition. I see such an influx uh, of people. Do you notice this? There's more and more people kind of going, okay, tell me about this. I want to know more. <laughs> yeah. I think that it's actually that they're, I think that is shifting that people do want to know more. It's coming into the personal professional development world a lot of follow yes. your intuition. But even in that world, it's quite limited of what the intuition is of what people are typically teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not really getting like this broad awareness of like what is actually like there's so much beyond our our human imagination that intuition can develop into Mm -hmm. and so I think that it's starting a little bit more in that in like the coaching personal professional development world and then people are getting really curious about it because they're starting to see those breadcrumbs show up and they're like wait there could be so much more (laughs) Yeah, that's when the magic happens, that excitement. Yeah, that's, that's exciting. That's, I feel like that's the, the, for me, that's the best part of the journey, just the pure excitement I feel um, as I'm navigating day to day, you know, not to say that every day is great. I definitely went through the ringer with eclipse season. I felt like I isolated for like 10 days. I'm like, "Mm, just want to be in my feelings (laughs) and cry. But even that in itself, although it's challenging to be in that energy, I have the awareness to know, okay, like I am moving through some stuff, maybe individually also channel for the collective, right? So I'm picking up on stuff going on in the collective. Yeah. I just need to honor this. I don't need to judge it. I don't need to personalize it and think there's something wrong with me. I just need to feel it. And so I do. And I give my permission, permission to do that. That's something that I wouldn't have done 10 years ago. Yes. Days I would have forced- just crying is I would have Again, been like, what is wrong? With <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then that because we walk the path and we move through it, then we also get to the other side where we go, oh, okay, I feel so much lighter. Or I've had this revelation or I have more clarity about something. Ah. So all of that becomes more purposeful yeah. um, and prepares us for the next time it happens. Absolutely. It might not be convenient, but we're like, ah, okay. Yeah, I got this. I'm just going to prioritize some rest, have a cry, be in my fields, and then next week I'll be fine. Um, yeah, I feel like it helps us navigate life is hard. You know, it can be so hard. And I feel like when you're tapping into your own intuitive knowing it just becomes more manageable doesn't mean it's always easier. But you feel you can you can handle it, you feel capable. I feel like you find the for me, I feel like I find the love in it, like I can come Mm -hmm. back to that love and be like, Oh, like, Again, it it always comes back to, 
I get to feel and I get to is like such I a phrase to. I love to put put into my life is like I get to feel I think have you seen Barbie yes okay that when she has the little moment where she says all those things yeah um, yeah like, she even like the song that Billie Eilish wrote it's mm-hmm. like she didn't know how to feel and so she just thought it was all it was all just neutral all the time yeah all the time and when she gets to this point where she gets to go into the human world she gets to experience emotions where she starts to cry and she's like i don't i don't know what this is but it kind of feels good because this is the first time she's crying I never pieced these things together before, so I'm really glad you're bringing this up because I loved the Barbie movie. It's so – to me, it's like I have chills. It's so spiritual. Like if it's we think of that spirit. world as just that neutral space of everything is great, everything is whatever, and then you put that into the human space. You put Barbie into the human world, and she's just like, what is going on? But she chooses it. Yeah. A spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen it. <laughs> yeah. I, you've had enough time. You should have you've seen it You've had enough time. You should have seen it better. But even at the end, you know, when when yeah. um, when there's that scene at the end, I, I, I feel that was so spiritual to me. And I was thinking, this is, must be what it's like when we choose to go back in. You know, like it's like, okay, I'm ready to live another life. Uh, knowing yeah. that you're going to feel all those things, you're going to be through all these challenges, trials and tribulations, grief, trauma, all of it. And you choose it. And you choose it. You choose it. We all have chosen it. We chose it. So if we chose this, why would we not embrace it every time it happens? Oh, so much wisdom in that. Yeah. We get, we get to feel. Mm -hmm. And and this is going to feel very short when we go back. (laughs) And so we might as well like really embrace it, embrace all the emotions and then, and then when we embrace them and go, I get to feel this way, it also transmutes it into love. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I do the, I'm going to do the, I get to feel this from now, but I do use that language when I say, I get to pay this bill this month. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I get to pay my mortgage, right? Because I flipped the switch. It's like a, it's a, it's a pleasure to be able to do that because it means that. I have a home, <laughs> you know, that I have lights and heat and food and clothes. And so I've just even begun with my mindset around money because I'm doing a lot of money mindset work, reprogramming with my own, uh, as a client, we were talking, I was talking with a client yesterday, we we're talking about feast and famine programming. Mm. And I was like, mm, yeah, I've been in that before many, many times. I'm sure many yeah. of us relate to that. How do people get in touch with you or what is on the go with you? What do you have on the go? What are you working on? Yeah, right now I'm working with people one-on-one is like my main way of of helping. I have a book club, a spiritual book club going on right now. Currently, the uh, it's full, so I can't uh, mm-hmm. open it, the doors up. But it might open up again. Who knows? We might end up doing it again. I assume we will. It's been going incredibly well. Um, and the best place to find me and connect is Instagram. I hang out there the most at alicia.rose.wood. Uh, A-L-I-C-I-A. 
And then um, the Fuel Your Fire podcast with Alicia Wood. So if you search for the Fuel Your Fire podcast or you search for Alicia Wood, um, it will no doubt pop up and I'm sure you'll have it in your show notes. Yeah, as I'll well. put it in the show notes for sure. Yeah, for sure. I was going to ask you actually, if you, this is, I didn't prepare you with this question before. So just yeah. like off the top of your head, are mm -hmm. there any, what are you reading right now? I'm reading The Seat of the Soul. And right. so that's the book of the book club. We're reading it for six months. Yeah. Um, and so to what you said earlier about reading books and consuming them quickly, but not necessarily integrating. Doing it, yeah. I really like to integrate books. If I'm going to read it, I'm going to read it and I'm going to integrate the book into my life and it's going to become a part of who I am. Mm -hmm. And um, the seat of the soul is one that I've read over and over and over again. And now the book club is us going through it like chapter by chapter. Chunks understanding it, taking it in on a human level, but then really taking it in on a soul level and starting to open ourselves up, like our awareness up and receive in a, a wilder way than we could ever imagine. So yeah, that's, I love, I love going through books and studying them um, but studying them and integrating. So yeah, especially with like the whole transmuting into love thing really comes from um, conversations with God and the seed of the soul. It's like you have love or you have fear in in all of your emotions. You can get to love or fear. Those are the two ends of the key of the um, piano. And so, whatever wherever key you're at, it's tip. It's leaning to love or it's leaning to fear, and we get to choose in that moment. Yeah, love, That's and fine. we get to choose our responses from love, and consistently come back to that. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. That's beautiful. And I love that you like put like piano in there. Yeah. I, uh, we'll do a quick call back. <laughs> I love that so much. Thank you so much for coming on. I feel like people are going to really resonate with this information. Um, this episode is coming out in the new year, coming out January 2nd. So we're, we're back in time here. We're in November, but I love it. I feel like it's great to start the new year with this fresh outlook Absolutely. of, uh, you know, like working through fears and mindsets as people are doing their whole resolution or word of the year. Do you do a word of the year? Is that something that you do? Or I like have, a, but a to be honest with you, year? I don't remember what the word was at the beginning of this year. So I obviously yeah. didn't follow through. <laughs> didn't follow. Maybe you're just so walking the path that it's just become you. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I bet it has. <laughs> I bet it has. Thank you so much, Alicia. Thank you. Thank you Thanks so much. Everyone. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next week. If you have enjoyed this episode, please consider hopping on over to wherever you listen to your podcast and giving it a five-star review. Thank you so much in advance. If you'd like to keep in touch, please head over to my website, theintuitiverising.com to keep up with all the things that I have been doing. I also have a private Facebook community for people just like you. It's called the Intuitive Rising Community. All you got to do is request to join and I will let you in. Keep rising.